The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to episode of 166 of Fourth and John. I am Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn and Prime in the building. Uh, this is the post game pod for Fourth and John, which is the most interactive podcast that we have. So, for the people out there listening on the podcast later, you will be his- listening to people just coming off the streets talking about their birds. Uh, obviously, birds didn't get it done. Uh, but they definitely fought, um, you know, it's fight, Eagles fight. And at, at the end of the day, that's kind of what you want to see from your Eagles uh, weekly. Um, the last two games, they, they've showed some fight. Inter- interesting enough, we have a rookie quarterback leading the offense. Um, and uh, I, I can't I can't be mad at his performance. Uh, Jalen Hurts has definitely showed out for this Eagles team. Um, you know, the, the, the one word that I can that I could stick by uh, when I talk about uh, Jalen, Jalen Hurts is, uh, I mean, he's got confidence. Um, he is definitely um, a guy who's unrattled out there in, in situations where you think, you know, he's going up against another, uh, you know, Oklahoma quarterback, a number one overall quarterback selected in the league, went toe to toe. With uh, Kyler Murray, 27 for 36, 435 total yards, four touchdowns, to- four total touchdowns. Hurts, 24 for 44, 401 total yards, four, four total TDs as well. So in that respect, you got to give a hat tip uh, to Hurts, but you also have to give a hat tip to all the other guys who are role players, whether it be, uh, you know, in the secondary, uh, you know, um, you know, guys that just for stepping up against a pretty, pretty tough um, matchup um, from their wide receivers. But at the end of the day, I got to see what I wanted to see, and I got to see some fight. Evan, Hollywood her. Yeah, I'm going to keep it real. I thought that that was one of the most entertaining Eagles, Eagles games that I've watched all season. I mean, uh, compared to the dreck that we've been putting up with week in and week out, this that was that was a fun game. And when the game first started, I'm not going to lie, I, th- I think a lot of us had that feeling it was going to be a long one. Seemed like uh, it ha- it smelled a little bit like a blowout, but the way that Jalen Hurts was able to turn this team around and just the spark that he provides and how quickly this offense can get it going, I was very impressed today, guys. I was very impressed. And uh, you just pulled up his stats comparing him to Kyler Murray. Gail, I was telling you before the game, the, uh, this post game started, I was going through Carson Wentz's stats. I was going through Jalen Hurts' stats. 
I was kind of very impressed by the fact that Jalen Hurts accumulates four over 400 yards today. Carson Wentz didn't hasn't done that in his entire career, man. He hasn't th- both pass and thrown. You've add those two together. Hasn't accumulated 400 yards in a game in his career. And in his second career start, Jalen Hurts puts on a show for us. Um, you know, didn't get the job done, but this is exactly what we were kind of expecting going into this game. I said right in the pregame, I was expecting a high-scoring, close game. I predicted it at 33-31, um, and it, it, I kind of got what I expected out of this game. I, I, I thought that the Cardinals would just have a little bit more firepower to put them over the top. DeAndre Hopkins I knew was going to be a problem, but overall, uh, the players that I wanted to see step up, not just Jalen Hurts, but Michael Jackett, um, just, we, we have people, uh, they're playing with the NQE right now, man. They're playing with the NQE. This team's feeling differently. And, uh, I'm just liking the direction of this team. I think everybody got a little bit of what they wanted because we, the, a little bit of the fan base is wanting, uh, you know, to lose out so we can get that better draft position. Another, uh, section of the fan base just wants to see the progression of Jalen Hurts and see what we could do there. We got, we got a taste of both tonight. Uh, yeah. but it definitely was uh, an exciting game. Um, it was exciting to actually sit there, nail biting, like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Is this pass going to get off? You know, we're going to get this run. We're going to get this first down. It's just, just the excitement of being involved in the game uh, was definitely a, a great feeling to have today. Um, hey, the kid balled out. Yeah, I mean, he he brought it the defense. Uh, I said in the in the pregame, you know, it was all about the hunger. I saw the hunger there, you know what I mean? Especially from some of these uh, nobodies that we're just getting introduced to today. You know, uh, they, they, they stepped up, they played their game, and, um, you know, just seeing that defense, just making it an entertaining game on both sides of the ball was the fun part. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, shit, you know, we, got, we didn't have to worry about getting through the defense and then seeing some entertainment from the offense or vice versa. No, it was both ways, and that's what the exciting part about today's game. I got to – I got to agree, you know, it, it started off a little edgy, started off like it was going to be a blowout, but they kept their heads in the game and they brought it back and, you know, they made it more interesting than what we expected. I think Shout out to the defense, man. Yeah. We had some turnovers today, man. You got that, kid Jack, that, that kid, Jack Quay, played his, played his ass off, man. I mean, defending DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, yeah. hey, he was, at, he was on, uh, on the ball at the right time, but, I mean, we're talking about Hopkins, man. This guy's got a grip on that ball, and it's just yeah, he's he's a different level. Yeah. Well, I think at the end of the day, like you know, you always want to get uh, production from all sides of the football, and you know, obviously we're, we're talking about offense sometimes, talking about defense, and special teams is usually, you know, for the most part, you know, we've had some issues there, but again today it was just like more, you know, special teams play that. Kind of, kind of bit us in, bit us in the butt. I mean, you look at a play where um, it, it, gutsy call too, man. I mean, gutsy call here. I mean, it, it's <laughs> you know, you complete this play on us. Um, you know, I had to because you look at the aggressiveness of Doug and him going for it on fourth and downs uh, here and there. Um, you're just like, bro, what are you like? What are you doing? Like, I'm so excited to see what he's gonna do, but I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, you can. Uh, but then you look at the situation. You know, we have a we have an extra point. We, you know, Ertz has to come in and hold a snap, and Charlie totally Charlie Browned it. And uh, <laughs> you know, it was it was a bad snap. It was a bad snap on the models. Uh, too, <laughs> yeah. you know I, mean? I know Ertz was Ertz was mad pissed, but um, 
again, you're just like, come on, man. Can anything just go right for us? I mean, we're just it, – it's it's tied up. It's a, We're about to, like, take the lead. And, you know, these kind of things happen. That's so, like, Eagles. I mean, we've got a safety today uh, out of all things. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think we, we got to see a lot um, from this team. I think um, you talk about uh, Jalen Hurts' ability to be unwavering. And, and, I mean, you threw a back shoulder on uh, Lattimore last week. And you're attacking one of the best cornerbacks in um, Patrick Peterson. I mean, he's a crafty yeah. veteran. He's And he's not – he wasn't backing down. And he kept, you know, targeting – Patrick Peters, I'm, I'm like, look, young boy, go the other way. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, go ahead, all right, okay. You're not, you're not, you're not scared. Those, these are the little things that I like to see. Yeah, that those things, and then like, can we talk about the fourth and six for a second? That fourth and six scramble, where like, I, he only he had to. It was at the end of the game. He had to get that first down. And for him, just the awareness he had around him, I, I was so impressed today by his playmaking ability. Um, it's, I, I'm I'm just completely taken aback, man. This game had everything. Yeah, yeah, Paul, I, I Paul, agree, Paul. Yeah, Paul from London uh, says this game had everything. We had good offense and defense. We had defense and offense, bad defense and offense. We definitely need new cornerbacks. Uh, cost him one sack, which he was standing still for more than three seconds. So the last second, he realized it needs to run, which I'm not going to be mad at. And he's a rookie, but overall, he had a good game. Uh, mm-hmm. shout yeah, out I- Jordan. As well, Colin Hurtsville. I th- I mean I think that like that's one thing that we could definitely look at. He definitely had some rookie mistakes in there. Uh, going back, that safety that's that's a boneheaded mistake, and that's on him. But I, you have to give him the benefit of the doubt. The kid's a rookie; they make mistakes, and overall, I think he played well. Yeah, it was it was scary to see with the the way the game was going with the play calling. It's like, oh, shit, you know what I mean? Here we go again. Uh, but, you know, whatever whatever uh, adjustments uh, Doug decided to go ahead and make, I'm glad he made to mm-hmm. make this game more interesting than what we, you know, thought we were going to be in for. Um, you know, the trick play started coming out. But, I mean, you know, hats off to the kid because, like, you know, he, he stood in there. He – he saw the field a whole lot better. Well, you know, he saw it real good. You know, I mean, he was hitting those receivers. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey, man, it's like, yo. He's got I, life all of a sudden again. I, 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 don't, I don't get it, man. I'm, I'm looking at him. I'm like, where where has this been, man? Like, he's flying off the line. As soon as the ball is hiked, he's flying. Like, you haven't seen that in the past year, year and a half, and it's like, where where did it come from, man? It's like, but hey, and it, it made it made today very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Quarterback energy, my guy. Uh, yeah, I see that, man. I see. Yeah, that. and it, it, if I you remember, I mean, that subject, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Well, it's it's hard to ignore that how Alshon was kind of at the at the core of when all those stories came out. I mean, you remember the Josina Anderson report? So just that NQE, he's he's got a completely different energy about him right now. You're not wrong. Now Emily says you can't teach competitiveness. Jalen played a hell of a game today, and that's one thing you the kid keeps fighting and competing. Uh, you talk about situations where you think, you know, a play is over, and you get plays like this. You know, I mean, you're just talking about like. You know, fumbles the ball, picks it up. Uh, oh man! I mean, again, like these are just you know, they're you know, so so many plays that made me jump out of my seat today, dude. 
I mean, what about this play that made us? It made yo. I to, to watch me and my brother and my, my dad. Um, you know, who's an elderly man, and you know, like the, the life that he had today. Um, the life that he had today after he saw this play, he got up out of his chair. And he's like, you know, my my, my dad is screaming. Uh, but I, again, <laughs> you're just like. You know, he's fighting for the extra yards. He gets a touchdown. Um, kind of just brings that um being shifty. Talk about that Emily's talking about that competitiveness. Competitiveness and you see it. Um it's just a hat tip. Uh Shaquan, he has he says, What percentage do you think Eagles can still punch the ticket? It's very slim. Very slim at this point. I mean, you you really needed to secure that game uh in order to have a real shot at it. I mean, it's not like mathematically we're not out of it, uh, but it, we're we're way more in the in the field now where we gotta rely on other teams to lose out. Um, I, I don't see it happening. I, I would say if I had to put a percentage on it, I'd, I'd put it around 10, 15 percent. Yeah, it'll be tough. Um, I'm, I'm 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 I got what I, I needed to see today. Uh, even if we didn't get the dub, I'm like draft guy. Draft guy, me is like hey, you? Mm-hmm. everything's good here, guys. Uh, uh, Paul says the only downer from him was Doug abandoned the run yet again. This is this is true. You know, Miles Sanders just he just stops. For, he just kind of like forgets about Miles. Uh, you know, it is what it is. I, I don't get that, like, and, and that's either, I, that's something that I was uh, I was talking to my friend Brian with about because he had he had mentioned me. He texted me during the game and uh, he, hey, what's up, Sean? It's my cousin. Uh, he, he, he was, yeah, that's my, that's my cousin, Sean. He was telling me to shave my beard earlier in the comments. Uh, but I, I was, I was texting with my friend. He's asking me, how much does this game change your opinion about, uh, Doug Peterson? And I mean, does, does it change much for you guys? I, I, I really, my opinion on Doug Peterson from that game is still unchanged. I'm impressed. Yes. By Jalen hurts, but by Doug Peterson, I'm, I, there's still a lot of bonehead things that are going on there. For yeah. Me. You question why you get away from the run game. I mean, dude, I, I could see if we didn't have an elite running back, but we do, we have one of the top running backs in the league, like use them, utilize them. Like, what is going on? I, I'm thrown off, so yeah, I agree with you. Ev. Like, I'm, my my uh, you know, my feelings about it, the coaching that he's doing is not changing just based off of this game. I mean, if anything, Jalen Jalen helped him; <laughs> he didn't help himself. So <laughs> I don't First, get definitely- it. Man. I just don't know why he's he's getting away from the running game. Yeah, let, let, let's not get ahead of ourselves now. But, I mean, Alshon Jeffrey, th- that's a thing that I, I can't wrap my head around. It, it really is the, uh, like, Alshon seems to step his game up just when Jalen Hurts is on the field. It, Alshon was nowhere to even be on the field when, when Carson was out there. And then all of a sudden he decides he wants to play again, and he's he's actually out there playing. Um, now, are you guys still, like, w- with Alshon performing the way that he is, are you guys still upset about, like, the whole Fulgham and him splitting snaps with him? Damn right. Or are you yeah. starting? I mean, okay. like, yo, Alshon is not going to be our future Fulgham is. Agreed. I want to see more of the kid. I want to see what the kid brings. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, it's, it's it's frustrating, man, because, you know, right here we're sitting and we're like, you know, we got we to gotta think about what the future is going to look like. You know what I mean? We're going to be losing a lot of players come that next year and then, with all the controversy that started this morning, who's to say <laughs> what what other players we're going to be miss, losing out on? I mean, 
you're sitting there and you're watching Ertz, Kelsey, and, and all these guys, and you're like, damn, it's not going to be like this next year. It's not. You're not going to see these faces next year. So yeah, I'm, I, I'd rather see what the kid has. Like, the kid has moves. We've seen what he's about. A couple, uh, you know, a couple games in the season. Why he got away from that, I have no idea. I have no idea. I saw this one comment here uh, from um, Yo Rod Two One Five. Says, "Does this pick of Hurts uh, make Howie a genius or something?" He said, "Just kidding." Uh, I mean, again, it, it just adds more fuel to the fire in in the more drama that we've had um, this week. Uh, with you know, prior to the game starting, um, you have you know these these comments coming out. You know, uh, you got an article right here um, with. Uh, Adam Schefter, uh, Carson Wentz is not interested in being a backup quarterback and would want to move on from the Eagles if the current situation with Jalen Hurts starting under center continues in Philadelphia. Sources connected to the team told ESPN. Um, you know, that it, it, that just makes, you know, for to start your day off like this um, and this kind of news coming out, um, a, lot of people, a lot of people had different takes on it. I saw Jimmy Kemsky's take on it. He was very adamant about his take on the situation, and he said that it was kind of like so, uh, it went his went his camp that this probably came out of. Um, and he said that it was like kind of like a selfish take for this kind of stuff to get out before the game, um, and then you know kind of mentioned the s word as in soft, um, you know. But again, like it, it definitely started the day off. I know. Pre-game, Prime was, you know, feeling a certain way. I, I know that we – that's the first thing me and Prime talked about this morning. It was, like, the first thing we were just, like, talking about. Did you just see this? Um, but um, definitely, uh, definitely interesting. Definitely interesting. For sure. For sure. Um, got our man Timmy in the waiting room. What's up, guys? Hey, doing, man? You brought, a, you, brought, you brought an energy pre-game that was unmatched per usual. Uh, yeah. It seems like you have a, a certain swagger after the game. Did you? Did you want? First of all, did you enjoy yourself? And what are your takes from this game? I mean, I'll say that I definitely did enjoy myself. Um, I'm still. I definitely will agree with you guys. I'm still just completely cautious about Doug. I just don't understand. He's like he's like you know the kid that bangs his head on the wall, and you just don't understand. Are you in pain? Are you feeling it? <laughs> I just don't. I just don't understand. I, I, I you know, the the that, that last drive there in the fourth quarter where you're deciding to keep Jalen in the pocket and run the identical play back to back. Yeah. I just don't understand what what is your thought here? Like, what are you trying to do? I mean, I, I, usually when you're a play caller and when you're an offensive coordinator, when you're a head coach that calls plays, usually you're setting something up. You're trying to call plays to where you're trying to get a defense mismatched or off their game or out of position. That's the whole reason why you do what you do. And with Doug, I just there's parts in a game where I just don't think that he is looking at the at the screen or looking at his, you know, little little flappy plastic. And he's (laughs) like, hey, I'm, I'm doing this because of this. I don't see that. I see. Uh, okay, yeah, let's run that one. And nothing after the fact. I mean, I, I just don't understand. Clock management was a huge thing. We wasted time. These are things that you're, you're, you as a head coach should be telling your you know rookie quarterback starting, hey, let's speed it up. Let's get the tempo going. 
And I didn't see that at all. Once again, coaching stuff. I mean, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, but overall, I, I know Prime is sitting over there on a hot seat because he he did not like the way that Jalen came out right now. And I know, <laughs> as you said earlier, uh, when was the last time that Carson had four touchdowns in the game? Uh, one, two, three. That was zero times in his career. Zero, zero times. times. I went back career. and double-checked because I didn't want to come out here and be saying false stats. I went through that two times. He's never had wow. 400 yards in a game. And I, and 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 you guys know me. I'm 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 huge on the Carson bandwagon. I was I was all about it from the day that he got here. And I just what I saw in 2020 season is leading me to the point to where I don't know if he can continue to do this. Now I am on the team and I'm on the camp of he has to actually prove it and win it. There has to yep. be a competition next year. I just I don't see how you can go through an offseason and not give them a competition when it comes to training camp, mini camps and everything else. But let's not be let's not be shaken here. We need some help across the board. I mean, yeah. I, I saw a team to get again tonight, like Jeffrey was saying earlier, that came out with no energy, no passion, no nothing in that first. Well, I mean, I'll say the first half, really. I mean, we didn't right. really get anything going until the second quarter. So, I, I mean, that we, still we, falls on coaching for me. Yeah, we, we, exactly. I mean, we had a, we had a, when, when's the last time we had a blocked punt? I mean, come on. I mean, like, you know, like, yeah, granted, you, you know, the rook, the rook made a mistake there with the safety. I get it. Um, you know, he's trying to just, you know, get rid of the ball and not really understanding where he's at on the field. I understand it's going to happen. But at the same time, I mean, we, we got to set up some plays to get him out of the pocket, use his feet. We didn't start using his feet until the second quarter. Like, and, and- and while we're on the topic of punts, too, like, can we please, for the love of God, put Rager back there and and stop with the Greg Ward on the punt returns? Like, I just, I don't get it. it like, Jalen Rager is way better in that position than Greg Ward. Every 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 single punt return is the same exact thing for us. It's just a Greg, Greg Ward either lets the ball go. He's been doing that all year long. Bowl, yeah, exactly. And then they're able to down it, or he's he's going for the fair catch. There's no. Jalen Rager at least is going to try and get downfield, and he's got the the shiftiness and speed to be able to do it. Yeah. Why do we keep trying the same thing? I agree with you. Um, it was interesting to see that um, you know at least Rager was getting targets. You know, again against uh, you know Patrick Peterson, a crafty vet. Um, they did draw some 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 uh, PIs, which was interesting. But um, you know Jalen Rager, he did you know he made some. Couple plays here and there. Uh, Quez Watkins showed up out of nowhere. Got yeah, dude. Definitely yeah. must. He must have slept good last night. Yeah. <laughs> or he got he got some boom boom early this morning or something. He had the light. He had the light feet. He had the light feet because that that little juke that he made in the backfield there when we got that block on that screen that first touchdown. I was like, who is that? I had to get up out my seat and go closer to the TV. I was like, wait a minute, am I seeing something different? I don't know who this is. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, but, but that's Jill also like what surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> that that's totally one of the benefits, though, of when you have a backup quarterback out there because they have that sort of rapport with uh, the you know, the guys on the back end of the depth chart in the in the wide receiver room. So, like you know, while that was an end around, I think that we're seeing Quez Watkins introduced more into these games just because he probably has a rapport built with him at this point. Jimothy. Hey, hey, don't. 
I'm doing all right, man. Um, this is probably one of the times in a loss where, you know, I'm not pissed. I, I'm just, I, I saw a lot of great things. I was really excited. A lot of the things that we talked about before the game, you know, we got to see. And Jalen Hurts, you know, we talked about everybody doubting him and, oh, they're going to figure him out. Well, he would probably throw the ball more. Holy hell, throwing the ball. Dude, four touchdowns. I heard you guys talking, loving all of it. So I was excited as hell, man. I can still love Carson Wentz and still root for Jalen Hurts. We talked about this a million times. I want to see this team succeed. I still think it's a competition next year. So this is just making this competition light it up. Jalen Hurts looks like he could definitely win it, though. Oh, my God. That kid. It definitely is a competition thing. Like, I mean, that's what I'm okay with. Like, that's. that's You're that's okay with it. Carson's with. not. But yeah, knowing, exactly. But, but, but again, knowing that, hey, it, you know, what I mean, it might not happen because Carson wants out of Philly. I'm reading some of these comments that he is. He did he make a comment like, um, well, some people are saying that he, uh, he didn't say it, and Rob Motti also said that shot that shot down that he did didn't say that. But who? Yes. Like, so that happened in post game. They actually asked Doug, uh, and in, in his post game just a little bit ago, if if he had heard the comment that Carson had wanted out of Philly. And he was like, no, I haven't heard anything from that. He's like, Carson's been a complete supporter of Jalen and the moves that we've made. And then the next reporter that came in was basically like, yeah, I debunked that earlier. It didn't come from Carson nor his camp. So again, to Prime's point, yeah. Like, guys, not for nothing. I mean, we're going back years where I've seen players that didn't want to be here. I've seen them on the sideline actually being separate from the rest of the team. I was in the stands, and I'll never forget, Jason Balvin didn't want to be here anymore. And that dude was literally standing in the, um, on the sideline all the way at the end zone while the rest of the team was up by the 10-yard line on the opposite side of the field. I've seen it. I've seen attitude. That kid, that dude, he don't got no attitude. He don't got a problem. He's not going to be the one that's going to go out there on the field and congratulate the team after scoring a touchdown. He's not going to be one of the first ones. So I can't see him being that guy, being disgruntled. As people are saying, he is. Well, right? people. So that, that's, to, that's the upsetting part, right there. But, but you have to realize that he is on camera. Like he knows that a hundred cameras are are on him. There's a mm-hmm. lot of guys. That no, are I'm just like, but that is a fact. Everyone's sitting there watching. Like after a touchdown, the camera pans to like Wentz. He has he has to keep this. He has to, he has to keep. He has to keep his composure for sure. I mean, he's also a captain. Like, Especially I mean, if he wants to get traded. I mean, he wants to show that he is that leader. So, I mean, I will say this, though. I will say this. I liked, I, I will give Jalen credit, the touch pass or the touch that he has on the ball with those little dinks and the screen passes, the ability to adjust and still make that pass that he had on the second screen that we had today, that that was huge. There was something that I did not see from Carson Earlier in the season, it was something that you're either getting a ball to the feet, you know, you're, you're getting it over the guy or the, the guy's out of position once he catches it. Jalen was hitting guys with that dink dunk miles twice. And then obviously, like we just talked about, Quez, with that catch, with the, with the touch ball to be able to turn up field and go do something with it. I wasn't seeing that with Carson. Like I said, once again, I completely agree with you guys. This is going to be a competition. I'm excited for it. I can't wait to see what this offseason, let's get out of COVID and let's get some pads on in July and see what happens. It's going to Yo, be you, uh, you, you say you're excited for it now. Wait till next season when this actually starts. It's going to be a civil war in yeah, Philadelphia. It's, like, it's going to be nice. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not picking any sides here. I just, the reality of like, 
bringing those kind of alpha males into a competition, you know, Granted, I'd love whatever if whatever it made one of the other quarterbacks better. That's great, man. That's great. But I mean, that's a perfect like Disney movie uh, where they fight and battle out in the it, you know becomes a, a great story. But there, I don't think the way that things are going here, they can both coexist because part this Carson went into this season like this is my team, and now he's going into like now yeah, now he's watching some other guy hooking up with his girl. Right in hey, front. hey, uh, hey, Miles, how you doing, guy? Which means he better step his game up. You know, he's like looking at his players like, yeah. yeah. That's why. Have- that's why I'm, I'm, I'm with the, the whole competition thing. Like, you know, what I mean, it's going to bring the best out of both of them when, when, when it's, when it's the off season. You know, what I mean, so I, I'm with it. I'm definitely with it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kyle O'Brien had a uh, a comment on the broadcast itself today. What was your guys' thought on a, a keep to leave in the booth oh, today? Oh. <laughs> it's not right. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that, 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 that was. Yo, I'm, hey, I'm first of all, I told y'all I was innocent, but those of y'all thought I was guilty. Y'all know what y'all can do. Hey, mama, I love you. I'm okay, Paul. I love you too, babe. I'm gonna be home later on. We gonna party. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sitting down here watching this game, and I'm like listening to this dude talking. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Like, yeah. do I have this shit on the wrong channel? I go upstairs, <laughs> I put it on another channel. It's that same goddamn guy, man. What? The- <laughs> Yo, I put that I put that tweet out there, uh, a meme right there, and that's that joint has like 135,000 views right now, uh, and people are very, very opinionated about. You know, I, I I said that he sounds like Chris Tucker, and then we have we got people like making it a race thing. You can't you yeah. can't say nothing today, man. I'm, racist I'm like, scam. Someone's like, "You're a race baby. like <laughs> Miss Anelli. I'm like, "What? What are you talking about?" It's like, "Yo, he sounds like Chris Tucker." Yeah, I didn't think that. He's today, like, man. like, and you know this man. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it like, but the, uh, if you listen to actually what. He was saying he had some good points in there from after being a cornerback who yeah likes to snatch chains like yeah. you know he's one of the grimiest cornerbacks <laughs> out there snatching people's chains like that. He probably snatched he was, that he was a great. He was a great too. in the day, man. For sure, uh, it, it it added some fun uh, fun element to the game. It got people in the comments here <laughs> talking about. Uh, it you was. know his comments and, and hey look it was it, it was brutal even some of the players started commenting like he's he's he, he's uh broadcasting today where did that happen yeah <laughs> uh shout out to jonathan in the chat he said uh no oh, interceptions today what do you what do you think about that I mean that that was something that we talked about. We talked about how uh, last game that he, he was careful with the football, and we're seeing more of that today. I mean, Carson Wentz, the number one knock that everybody's had all year, is he's turning the ball over way too much. Jalen Hurts is doing his part by just protecting the football, um, and it was very surprising to see how loose with the ball Kyler Murray was today. Uh, we talked about those two going up against each other. Give some credit to Jalen Hurts going up against the number one pick overall. He, I think that they played very, they both played very well, pretty evenly matched. Especially with Matt Pryor over at right tackle. Uh, exactly. We talked about our concern there, and you saw that, you know, six sacks or whatever it was. I, I think that, you know, you, you saw that there are some pieces that definitely need to be fixed throughout the offseason. But if a guy like Jalen Hurts can come in and bring a spark and turn a team that looked like complete garbage around and have mm-hmm. us. Like, I literally had to eat before I came on here. 
because I, I forgot to eat throughout the whole day, but I was, I was so worked up. I was about to pass out. I'm like seeing stars. I was like, holy shit. I literally was getting so excited. And that's what we've been asking for for the last couple of weeks. Just bring some damn energy. Get me excited. Cause at the end of the day, that's all I want to see. And we lost. Yes. But I said, as long as I got to see a, a damn good game, some young guys playing well, and that's exactly what I saw. So I'm a happy man tonight, even with the loss. And I, I, I just want to throw it out there, too. Uh, many weeks ago, way prior to the trade deadline, we were talking about guys uh, that potentially could be on the move. I brought up a guy by the name of Hassan Reddick. I just want to throw it out there that anybody that said that, that, was, that he was a bad player, I just want to call you out for it because he's, I mean, he's pretty, just pretty just fucking good player. Yeah. Temple and everything. Don't don't keep trying to. I'm just I'm just saying. I, that's what I was saying. I was I was having the temple connection with Hassan Reddick. I was like, yo, I really like this fucking player. Timmy's a t- temple guy as well. I am, and yeah. I got oh, there yeah. the year I got there the year after he had already gotten drafted. So yeah, I mean the the, the halls were lit with Reddick all all throughout after the year after he oh, got I mean, drafted. Reddick, up, so. Reddick, Reddick is yeah, a CM, I would CMD dude too. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. <laughs> Represent Camden all day. All right. Yeah. Uh, Will Mallon on Facebook says, I know it's early, but Hurts is Russell Wilson-esque. He had some major pieces at wide receiver, and the run that Miles brings, he could be a star. I love Wentz, but if Hurts finishes on the field this season, it's going to be a tough – it's going to be tough to get his job back. Yeah. Um, and that that's something I've kind of been touching on, is that, like, Carson, as of – you know, right now it's a total gray area, but this was his team. And now he is in a position where, like, he has dug a hole for himself. So while Carson, like, even though he uh, Jalen Hurts filled in at the end of that Packers game, it was still Carson's team at that point. But this hole just keeps getting dug deeper and deeper. And Jalen Hurts playing well isn't helping Carson's stock at all. And what's really not helping his stock, whether it's true or not, just the smoke that was around um, this report that came out earlier today, like – I, I I get it if they're if they're saying that that isn't what happened, but like a lot of the fan base isn't going to get the update on that 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 got debunked. So there's a That's mentality out there, there, exactly, and it's it's just souring the taste about Carson Wentz in, in people's mouths out there. Uh, by the way, I just put a uh, invite to the show if you'd like to come on, uh, such as like Timmy did. If you want to come on and give us your take on how you're feeling about, uh, you know, the game and what you saw from the performances today. Uh, jump on the show and uh, we'll bring you on and uh, let you speak your piece. Um, um, you know, but obviously, uh, you know, what, what player besides Jalen Hurts stuck out to you guys today that you were like, you know, this guy needs to be recognized? Jimmy's boy, Michael Jacquet. He yeah, That's dude, he sh- he showed up huge today, and huge. for like we we were we were coming into this game and we were petrified at what we were going to have in our defensive backs versus the um the these wide receivers. We I mean we have an all time that like no doubt about it Hall of Fame wide receiver on that team paired with one of the greatest uh, wide receivers in the game today. So they had their hands full. Um, but I think Michael Jacquet made the best of uh, of what he could do out there. He took advantage of situations, getting that ball knocked free. I thought he played very well out there. He should be recognized for it. Yeah. I'll even, I'll even give you all another one, too, in that secondary. I mean, Marcus Epps, I mean, coming yeah. in and playing, that, and playing that safety position, knowing that Rodney's out, not only having a week to get prepared and ready to go, I mean, that that was a huge, huge void to fill. He was back there calling people and changing positions, you know, putting guys in the right positions. I was like, wait, who is this? I was like, what's going on? So, yeah, definitely shot him out, too. 
Mm-hmm. It says we really missed Josh Sweat. We did. I mean, uh, if we had him, uh, that would have been a major factor. Uh, Mark also said Singleton. Um, That's you know, what I was going to roll with. Quez, Quez getting some love in here tonight. Quez getting some love here tonight. Um, Philly, Philly Vlone uh, talking about changing the subject here. Can we talk about the fact that people think Hurts can't throw? I mean, it's just, you know, people, people will just, you know, after last week, you know, they were thinking, you know, he ran a lot. You know, it was like, what, in the second half, a couple, he only had four, like, probably into the third quarter, he only had like four runs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, to put up, what, 300 and on the day, he put 38 up 38 yards, I believe. 338. Yeah, 338. 338, three touchdowns, mm-hmm. no picks. Uh, come on now. Um, it's a fact. I mean, he, he, he came out and balled out. Obviously. 102.3 passer rating. Dude, we talked about it before the show. So, Philly Bloom, we were talking about it. We talked about the fact that people kept saying we we're going to figure him out and he's going to suck. Well, we said, what if he comes out swinging and slinging, baby? And he sure did. So, I love it, man. He can throw, and he proved that tonight. I mean, yeah, well, and- you talk about – Timmy talked about the touch. I, talk, I talked about him. He's throwing at Lattimore one week, and now he's throwing at Peterson. Patrick Peterson. And not yeah. being shook about it. Not just once, not just twice like three or four times. So, I mean, again, you know, you got a hat to them like that whole, like there's a whole, again, like I'm, I'm, you know, I, I think, I, I'm seeing a vibe that he's bringing to the team right now. And it's, it's undeniable right now. I th- I mean, I think that Carson, we all label him as that gunslinger type of mentality. And that kind of speaks a lot to his arm strength as well, how he can just unload the ball. Um, I don't think I've said this time and time again, I don't think he, uh, Jalen hurts has the same sort of, arm strength but the way tim to to your point his touch that he has on the ball it totally makes up for his lack of arm strength in my opinion if he's able to just place that ball in there softly on those deep balls i agree i saw a comment in there said his deep ball is gorgeous i completely agree he can just drop that ball in the in the bread basket even on the run he's got touch well yeah and you look at i mean granted we 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 got down we got down i forget where he where he launched it from but the 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 throw that he made to dallas goddard that goddard dropped that was literally the perfect place to put that ball it was thrown short right in the belly so that way the only person who was going to get it was dallas and be able to use his body as a defense to block off the defender so I mean, you cannot ask for a better thrown ball. You just got to have the receiver make that catch, and that's and that's a touchdown. We're sitting here with a whole different grin on our faces. I mean, I imagine he catches that, bro. Like, I mean, imagine like I, I mean, he thought he he caught it. My my family was. My I did family. too. I did. Yeah, I did too. I was. I'm I was. Not, up. I was halfway. I'm not gonna lie. Like, on on that last play, I thought Goddard had a, a chance to dive for too. that deflection. I thought it might have been the angle. And it could have just been more bang bang than I anticipated, but I thought that he had an opportunity on that last play as well. Now, uh, Jeremy on Facebook says, uh, "Why does it take so long for this organization to evaluate their talent?" There is no talent. one in the organization that can evaluate talent. Yeah, that's why John Dorsey. <laughs> and then the other question is, why does it take an injury for some of these guys to actually um, be like? If you if so, you can talk about some of the injuries that didn't happen, like uh, Nate Gary. If Nate Gary doesn't go down, do we get to see the blossoming of a Singleton? I mean, Singleton, you know, again, he shows up. And, again, we probably want more talent drafted in. But at the end of the day, he's shown up. That The nice angle on, on that run. I, I was actually looking at the, the timeline at the time. I saw uh, I saw uh, Jimmy's tweet about Singleton uh, 
tackle on that one play. Uh, he had a nice angle to the edge, um, but definitely showed up on that blitz as well. Um, but like, who else did? Who else on this team do you think would not have been found um, if it was injured? Oh my God! Oh my God! Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I and I am one hundred percent right here. I'm guilty saying that in the off season. I said I am so sick of this Mylotta experiment. Can we just move on from it? He's taking up a roster spot. I, Evan Hearn, I was dead wrong. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm thankful that he's had an opportunity to show what he has because I really think we have a future and a left tackle in Jordan Mylotta. Uh, my yeah. in my seven round mock, I had uh, the Eagles drafting Mylotta. You all laughing? Yeah, definitely. I mean, he he only had one mistake that I saw tonight, and I mean, he he's he's been huge. He's been huge. I mean, his power alone just puts him above above the rest. And I mean, going forward, like you just said, Evan, going forward, it's going to be great to have him and actually have a full, you know, off season. Let him develop some more, and then be able to potentially use him as a swing tackle between yeah. Lane, who's still going to be here, and Dillard, who somebody every people have forgotten about that we still have. I mean, I so once these two bookends get back here and we can solidify that side, have Mylotta as a swing guy to replace one of the two of them, man, that's going to be it's going to be a hey, tough offensive line next and, year. And, and I mean, we're sitting here talking about in the show, we're talking about competition. We're talking about the QB competition between Carson and Jalen and how that is supposed to breed, you know, like better play out of the two of them. I'm all for a competition at this point between Dillard and uh, Mylotta. Yes. Whole team. The whole team oh, is a competition exactly. right now. Yep. The whole team is a competition right now. Well, yeah. Nate Nobody's Nate is another one, dude, from injury. So same thing on that line. Nate Erbig and Mylotta. I really like their future, and they're both going to be pushing people. I know Brandon Brooks will be back, Sam Allo, but if there's injuries, I think Erbig's no. here to stay. Um, you, you see Brandon Brooks' Instagram post the other day? Yeah, man. I, I mean, man, my man's like they're moving. Dude. We yeah. talked about it, dude. Could he yeah. sneak back if we – but, look, at this point we lost. People can be excited about the draft pick, whatever, but I'm excited about the future. You know, we got to see a lot from these young guys we're mentioning, Singleton. And because of these injuries, you know, it was a great question, whoever asked it. Why the hell are we talking about guys? You know, I you know damn well I talked about Michael Jacquet. Talked about Avante Max was going to struggle outside. And, ugh, how the how do we sit here in week 15 and now we're getting to see this kid because everybody's decimated and now he's out here. Oh, well, a kid that can play corner at 6-1. Like, give me a break, dude. So that's why John Dorsey's here. I'm sick and tired of it too, guys. I don't understand why they can't evaluate anything. Travis Volker, man. We, fa- we found a diamond in the rough, then threw him away. There you go. John uh, John with the hot take. He says uh, Driscoll is greater than Dillard. I like Driscoll, too. Yeah. I like Driscoll, but like I don't think that I've seen enough tape on Driscoll to make that determination yet. One's a left tackle, one's a right tackle. So I don't Yeah, exactly. And I think I think I think Dillard's footwork is probably a little bit better. Um, he can he can plant in the ground and make moves. His his we'll say ninety degree turn is a lot better. He sets his he sets his hips a lot faster. Um, so it, it's a way better. He's just Dillard is just better overall. He's more as a talent. Yeah, he's yeah. just the talent is there. Um, with Driscoll, it's you know he's that he's that hard worker. He's that guy. That's mm-hmm. that's what he is. He's great now because we don't have a Dillard. And we're looking for somebody to be that hard worker and to step in each week, week in and week out, and do what they need to do. But, I mean, Dillard's in the overall better talent. Paul's out here being blasphemous right now, man. <laughs> well, at this point, who is it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're tarnishing the man's legacy. I hate it. Yeah. I, it it's, it's bad. It's bad. A turn stop in SEPTA, in SEPTA Broad Street is better than uh, – <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Come on, man. Wow. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> We're gonna be driving down to uh, 
to Ohio when he gets inducted, right? Who's with me? I'm with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm with in. you on that one. So we're going to have to drop off Tim at the, the last exit. Hey, it, it, he can put a yellow jacket on, I'm a gold jacket on. I'm okay with that. As long as it's not a green jersey, I'm okay. I, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Put the put the put the gold jacket on, just not oh, the yeah. not the green shoulder pads. No, I can't no, I no, can't no. have you anymore. I just no, no, no. I love you to death. That's fair. I just not no more. You you it's yeah, too it's much. A wrap. That's it. Uh, Mike yeah, Bell, I saw you in green room. If you want to get back on the show, I saw you there I was about to bring you on, but you disappeared. Maybe you have bad Wi Fi. Um, other than that. Um here? Maybe he's pissed about Jason Peters. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, 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 I hold no punches, man. I tell how it is. Overall, I'm like I'm I'm just kind of like surveying the chat right now. And like the vibes, even though we lost that game, the vibes seem to be pretty good right now. I mean, I mean, has anybody like particularly like really been out of shape over this game? I, I was pretty happy with what I saw, regardless of the outcome. No, yeah, no, okay. no Prime was, was sleeping over there. Prime was about to fall asleep on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a long, long night, man. Stayed up watching that stupid ass fight last night. I don't know how y'all uh, have guys who have daddy duty. You gotta, gotta, you know, you gotta watch the games. You gotta get the kids uh, to sleep. You gotta, yeah, wipe it. Do the diapers. You gotta go. Shout get- out to you guys. I can hardly take care of myself. You guys taking care of other people. <laughs> yeah. No prime is a prime is a uh, you know he's got a little one at home. He's grinding. Uh, you know. I will I will say this though. If if we're looking for something to nitpick on, if we're if we're looking for something to, to, to say that it's an issue, I would definitely say it was it was Jim Schwartz's inability to continuously not make adjustments in the second half. Mm-hmm. And I and I say this because you, you got literally, in my opinion, I don't know how the rest of this room feels, but in my opinion, one of the top three wide receivers in the league. Um got a doubt. You're going up against this guy, and he he's not so much torching you. We're doing good in a man coverage, but you're not bringing any help when we need it. Right. And I, and I just don't understand. It's once again, he, he leaves our guys out on an island, no matter who they are, and just expects that this is going to be what we do going forward throughout the whole entire game, yep. especially when you're not seeing the front four like we talked about earlier. I know Jimmy mentioned it earlier. The front four was not getting the pressure that we needed in the crunch. They were tired. Yeah. They were winded. We we were down, sweat. So w- you got to bring some kind of help to, to to this guy who's over in the island. And I saw none of that in the third quarter, in the fourth quarter, and we paid for it. I mean, I, I did see that one time. They uh, you know they went empty and they brought Singleton, which was nice. Um, yes. The other thing, it's like you know you talk you know uh, you hear um, Keith to leave that. Hey, man, they got a top five. Uh, you know, front man. Oh. But then, then you then they go. They start talking about you know, we literally have a, a tire salesman in uh, Seymour out there, like you said, on an island. We got Seymour Island, not Revis, but we have Seymour Island out there, and these guys are balling to the best of their abilities. It, it's kind of it was kind of hard to uh, come up with big plays, but you know, again, like that's why you got to sometimes you got to hat tip like these guys that are no namers just come out of nowhere and, and give you some. Effort. It was good to see you know? some of the communication on the field as well. I mean, if you guys noticed that one play that DeAndre Hopkins ended up still making the, the, the catch, but uh, uh, Epps was out, or I don't know if it was Epps, picked up the, 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 the slant guy, and then Seymour ended up picking up his guy, got there, played man-to-man on it, but, you know, of course, we're going against Hopkins. He's got, like, a grip on this ball that's just out of this world. Yeah. I know. But it was just and good. It was just still. You see that communication 
with the players. Like, you know what I mean? Like, all right, that's like some back backyard backyard football right there. If my guy exactly. crosses you, pick him up, I'm going back. Like, that was yeah. good to see. That was but Marcus think- Epps calling it from the backside. Like That's what mm-hmm. I thought. I thought it was Epps. I just couldn't remember. But if if you're putting it in perspective, I mean, we've seen Darius Slay. He's kind of like the some wide receivers have put up some numbers against him. But if you go and you watch the tape, uh, these these past few weeks when Darius was like getting burned, he was playing right up on them. He was playing good defense, and he's going up against these elite wide receivers that are just simply that good. DeAndre Hopkins, to Tim's point, is that good. He's a top three wide receiver in the league, and you're going up against the. Uh, tire salesman a few a few weeks ago like you just have to kind of give that guy the benefit of the doubt even if he's playing the best coverage he could possibly bring to the table it, 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 deandre hopkins hand strength is just unmatched like it, once that ball's in there it's not coming out can you imagine like oh you want the good years four or no two <laughs> oh yeah deandre, deandre i was trying to get through you some rebates on that time uh hold on hold on i got the eagles on the other line oh you want me to okay all right uh I quit, guys. I quit this shit. Uh, How crazy is it, though, that when we went down 16-0, I made a little tweet and was just like, you know, this is actually good because now we get to see how this young team reacts and how we see Jalen Hurts react to being down like this, adversity, and playing from behind. And damn, dude, to face those receivers, even Larry was balling out like we talked about. Dude, Yep. I I was impressed. I know they gave up 33 points. Look, that's not good. But you're going against a damn good offense with – Guys that were, like we just said, working at time. Like, come on, man. I'm impressed. Probably the happiest loss I've ever been a part of, to be real with you, because we saw great things, man. And I'm just not going to be mad anymore this season, dude. Again, if you, if you stay in that evaluator phase, you're like I – th- I was telling Evan pre-show, I was like, you know what? They got me. They got me at the end. I was like oh. – Yeah, you know, he was invested. Like, I was, like, invested emotionally. I was feeling it, the body – you know, the body aches after the game's over. You're like, man, I was, my whole body was into that. And, um, yeah, but, else, but, but it, I was entertained, man. And my, yeah, but Gail, like, but my brother, I looked at my brother and he said, he's like, yeah, that was, that was probably the best game of the year, you know. And I, I agree with that. And I think that had Hertz ended up pulling that game out, had we ended up winning that thing, I think there would be a long line of people that would have been on their way to Dick's uh, sporting goods getting themselves some Hertz jerseys. I think they already are. Yeah, yeah I think they are. Are you? I, I, I think the light has already been lit, guys. Sure. Dude, he pulled out, dude. Exactly what we said. If this happens, we're going to have our hands full because people are going to be losing it, dude. And I'm one of them. Uh, Gail just said it. I was invested, dude. I told you I almost passed out after the game. I was like, I better eat food before I come on here losing my mind because I felt it, baby. But I also talked about before the game, I'm not going to get mad. If they fight. I'm not going to get mad. So I told myself, okay, okay, calm down. I know you hate losing, but better traffic, right? Trying to see I'm with positive. you. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, we're, we're, we're a catch away from winning that game. I mean, How about it, man? Dallas makes that catch, and, and we're sitting here, like I said, with, different, with a different grin on our faces. I mean, so you, you cannot sit here as an Eagles fan and be, yeah, we're all disappointed. I get it. But you cannot sit here and be angry at the performance that you saw, especially – from that Eagles offensive uh, offense uh, tonight going forward. I, you just can't. You just can't. 102. Tell me, somebody tell me, put it in the chat. Tell me when the last time Carson Wentz had a 100-plus QB rate. Somebody tell me. Because I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That, that's the weird thing. I mean, because you see, when you go on t- on the timeline, you see, like, some 
some somebody underneath the comments. Anything Not this year. will be there'll be some obscure stat of like a Wentz hater has of like forty five fumbles, sixteen interceptions, record like we get it, guys. We get it. You don't if you don't like the guy, we, we, get, we get it. Uh, but I mean, then it can go vice versa because I see Wentz stands out there battling on the timeline uh, when it's not looking good this year. Like you, you have to just realize that you're not winning any battles right now. Um, you're arguing with yourself after these, the earlier performances this year. But again, it's just from what we see, you know, like we're we're all certified Wentz fans. Some are more stands than the other. It was the, uh, it was the, the Dallas game of last year. It's the last time he had a rating. He had a 108.2. Wow. I mean, I he, won, he, he, he went he feel, 31 to 40 with the garbage. 318, field, uh, 319 yards, one touchdown. And oh. uh, I'll just, I'll, I'll just throw that out there. He, he didn't get 400 yards in that game or yeah. any of the other ones that he's played. Let me just drive that point home. Dude, did you? How about that throw when he bobbled the ball and he picked it up and that like, dude, what? Are you, the, the fumbled, uh, the fumbled snap. Where yeah, the fumbled snap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, this dude's real. Yeah. There it dude, is. Oh, that, yeah. that was. Yeah. I think everybody in Philadelphia collectively stood up out of their seat yeah. when that play happened. They're like, holy shit! I, I feel like I'm Randy Marsh right happened. now watching that. Right. I just oh, it, flew out know, of my seat here. It reminded me. It reminded me of, and I, I'll, I'll shoot this to prime. I'm gonna leave you in a happy, happy face. It reminded me of the play in Seattle that Carson had. Was that like two years ago where he's like getting tackled to the ground and yeah, he makes and that lost. 30, it's like 45 yard bomb and it, it's completed. I was just yep. like, that That literally reminded me of the exact same play. I was just like, okay, all right. <sighs> I did. I was like, this might be over for Carson after that one, dude. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, was, I was just like, wow. I was like, okay, we got something. There, there's something here. But the thing is, is that like there's going to be more and more people that have that realization that the more and more that Jalen Hurts plays like this. If this play continues in this direction, there's going to be more and more people jumping ship from the Wentz wagon. Well, I will. I I want to pump the brakes. Let's just pump the brakes. Go for it. I don't. I don't want to get too over on on Hurts right now. We got two games under our belt. Let's let's play like like Jimmy said. Like Prime said. Let's let's play out this season. Let's get them another, you know, let's get them an off season. Let's get them in pads and, and see, let this thing play out. But if I'm Carson right now, I, I'm telling my wife, I'm, I'm a little scared. My knees are knocking when I'm going home and laying in the bed. There's just, yeah. it, let, let me ask you guys in the off season, if you're Jalen hurts and, and uh, Carson Wentz reaches out to you, he's like, Hey, I'd like to bring you out to North Dakota on a hunting trip. Are you going? I'm going. <laughs> I'm not going, I'm going around sorry about that i'm get my haircut um because you ain't stopping me with the z in my head over here he's got that swagger man he's, he's not trying it, to get carson's fade man fade is hey, under- what, what did this team have in 2017 when we won the super bowl what did swagger, we have baby. we had flag that's yep. what we had that was what got us there. Yo, carson is gonna come back and you have some finger waves next year He's going to be like, yeah, I'm brushing up here. I'm getting ready. I don't care what y'all say. You know, I'm coming back with some waves. I'm going to get you a high curve. Can you imagine? 
He's got a cigarette and a do-rag. I'm <laughs> losing it. If he comes in with a do-rag and a smoke and a Newport, yeah. I'm losing <laughs> it. I mean, they always make up him. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. I don't know. It's it, a wrap. It, it, does, it does have to, you know, pre-game, I said, you know, if you're, if you're Carson Wentz and you know what you kind of like represented coming into the season and the fact that you are running scout team and you're a competitor, we have to believe that Carson Wentz is a huge competitor. It's got to be eating them up inside to be running scout team. Like if if I ever had to play scout team in college, and I, I was running scout team, I would feel a certain way. And it, I know Carson Wentz has to feel a certain way, and I feel like if he's got if he's going to rebound from this, get better as a player, this is this is all got to be a part of his story. And where whatever this comeback, where whatever it is, he's just got to, you know, that's what makes you as a player some sometimes players don't come back from situations um but he has to be stronger you know for whatever he has to lean on the face whatever to get him there he's got to get him there and that's that's where it has to be it can't be with the sources it can't be if his camp is saying you know it's leaking stuff to the media because that's what it looks like um even if rob monty's out here the, the damage is done and that's how what happens when the media gets a hold of story and makes the thing so, you know, moving forward, we got to we as a team. It's a team thing. It can't just be a it can't be a Wentz hurts thing. It's a team thing. If they're in the locker room right now, vibing like, man, we actually walled out today. We just didn't get it done, and they they regroup and they they learn something. They build on that. That's that's what you can hold your hat to. I think regardless of you know we you know how pissed I was just as much as Prime about what they were trying to pull right before the game, regardless of whatever was said by who, I think that Carson Wentz, you know, he better be pissed off. That's the one thing we kept saying. Like, he, yeah, this shouldn't be news. Like, you better be driven by this or you're a little bitch, dude. So you better get pissed off, dude. You're going to play in Philly. You now see that there's a kid that's playing. And I don't think he's a bitch. I think this dude is a tough dude and he's got his head on right. He's still a young man. I think, you know, this adversity is going to help him grow. I don't think this is going to make him worse, but it's going to be hard because whoever isn't the quarterback, we're going to have to watch somewhere else in a year or two, and they're going to go ball out somewhere else. So, hey, maybe the factory is a real thing, and we were all laughing about something that was right in front of our eyes. <laughs> I'm joking because uh, yeah, no. Thorsten and uh, Sudfeld, let's be real here, guys. I'm kidding. Yeah. For anyone runs with that. <laughs> yeah, Malcolm says, I was, I've been a Wentz fan before his Philly days and will forever be a fan. But if Hurts is the man, you know, I guess, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I, mean, I remember watching um, Wentz versus Jacksonville State and being geeked. Like, I'm like, this kid, this kid is balling out. I mean, he's he's raising his uh, draft potential for maybe second round, maybe into the first after this. And if people are like, oh, you really – the dude that Jacksonville State, I'm like, yeah, I'm the I'm the I'm the draft geek watching these games and actually like, you know, seeing if he's a potential player. And the fact that um, no, I, I own Wentzwagon.com. If anyone wants to buy that now, because <laughs> uh, you you saw something in the player. And and if 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 that regressed, if the relationship between Doug and Howie and whatever is going on back there has, has taken a hit, um, and they feel like. You know, because there's there's so much news that came out this week. You know, the whole in, – in the room, how do you guys feel about John Dorsey? Do you feel like that changes the perspective moving forward? Do you think that um, – why did that why did that piece come out today? Um, yeah. 
Or that, that, the, the I, last couple of days. It that, came out because people are on notice. The yeah. whole team is on notice, man. We've, we've been discussing, you know, I heard you guys talking about this for a while now. I mean, this whole team is on notice. So, you're Howie, this is about you. I hope you're tuned in to 4th and John because you're on notice, man, man. I mean, we're, we're going to bring in somebody who can do the job and do it better than you. Uh, yeah, you're good with numbers. You're good with the contracts. You're good with moving the money around. But you're on notice. I mean, like, like Jimmy just said, you know, it, this is a tough city. If you are going to – you're either going to rise to the top and stand there with your shield and fight off the demons or you're going to run into the back of the castle and go hide in the basement like you were before. So – You just don't get it, do you? You don't. It's no hassle. But I'm, all I'm saying – they're going to get – I'm just – which knock, knock. Who's there? Look, let me tell you a little story about a man named Shh. Even before you start, that was a preemptive Shh. Just know I have a whole bag of Shh with your name on it. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. That's it going forward. That's a preemptive I mean, Shh. That's it. That's what we've been asking for, though, right? Somebody come in because yeah. he's not going anywhere, dude. So big, I really big should. Name. I mean, look at what look at what the Philly sports are doing. Big names all the way around. You got all these big names that are coming into Philly. All these head coaches and GMs and managers that are coming into Philly. Big names. The Eagles cannot. The Eagles organization. Jeffrey Lurie sitting in that in that skybox cannot be the only team in Philly that's not bringing in big names to win a championship or another one in this mindset. He knows that. That's a competitive thing for him. But and that's that's what I'm saying. He knows that as a team and as a fan base, we we were ready. You guys sat there on the podium and said, "This is the new norm." You said that this is what we should be expecting as Eagle fans, and then you give us a, a barely squeaked into the playoffs run, and then we're out. And now we have quarterback factory controversy and everything going on. This is not what what we were looking for. We're looking for something better. So some changes have to be made. If that means that we got to bring in Dorsey as a consultant before we can put him on the actual payroll, hey, it's what has to happen. I said it before that we need to have a football guy and Howie bring them together, their powers combined, and we get a GM. That's yep. what has to happen. To be honest, I think that uh, I think Doug Peterson might have taken this book for or lent it to Carson. I think I think that Doug Peterson, after when, when I agree with you, he, he stood on the steps, he set the precedent when he said that. Um, I think that his th- there's an ego problem within 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 this front office, and I think that's exactly why that story ended up leaking out. I think that's why everything is trickling out right now. And I agree with you; everyone is being put on notice. I did I did think it was weird uh, that like it waited this long because we have been like as Eagles fans, we've been looking for answers for a long time now, for many weeks, and I, I think that um, it was just a little bit odd that they didn't come out with this a little bit sooner, but. Um, I agree. I, I, the reason would be because they're being put on notice. Leashes Evan, I ask, I ask you this, Evan, real quick yep. to comment on your on your point you just made. Do you think it was because of the fact that we were? And I know we talked about this a little bit earlier, but do you think it was because of the fact that we were still potentially in the running for for a playoff spot to win the, the East, or do you think it was just something else that happened? Because that's what I look at it as. I look at it as now that we're moving in and we're starting to transition. I mean. 
hey, we still have a chance. I don't know what the probability is. I'm not an analytics guy. But right. I know we still have a chance to make it into the playoffs. But so, it's super slim. Yeah. It's super slim. So the, 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 pages is, the page is starting to turn to the end of that chapter, and we're starting to look forward to next year. And yeah. We're at. We're now at the point where we're like, "Hey, we're making moves for next year." Like Gail was saying earlier, we're do. We're, we, we took a loss, but hey, we're getting closer to that top pick. Totally. So yeah, now it's, it comes it's out. It's totally a possibility that they're trying to just set the framework and the foundation for the moves that they plan on making this offseason. Uh, the the thing is, though, if we keep on just surprising everybody week to week, it's going to make that like we've been talking about. I know so many people have been just dying for Doug Peterson to like be out of the city. They want the season to be over with because they want Doug gone. And now that we're seeing Jalen and Doug Peterson gel well together, I think that is going to make that decision a little bit tougher. You know what I mean? I, I think that as much as we, crap as we've given Doug Peterson, something definitely needs to be done regardless of the fact we need to bring in an offensive coordinator. But I think that Doug Peterson might have earned himself another year, potentially. This this guy. I don't think he ever lost it. I think, you know, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to keep I'm, saying I'm, it. Howie and Doug are probably here and it's COVID injuries. They're going to use every excuse they've got. So, uh, hey, if we're heading in the right direction, learning some things, and if someone, you know, like John Dorsey's here, it makes me feel a little more comfortable. And if they bring someone in to help Doug, I feel much more comfortable. I mean, the, the gossip around You that. need to bring someone in to help him. Like, you, can, you can't go forward into Absolutely. next season with just this same coaching staff. Yeah. I, I, I think, there, you know, there's gossip out there and people are talking and there's – his word that um you know about about Doug and the, his relationship with Howard and if they can coexist and if he's forced to step down or if he's um he gets fired um because I mean I, I feel like you know the stuff that is going on right now you're I'm having questions it's like every week there's something that we hear and it's just like bro like if 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 you, if you see what they how they they played together today, I mean, coach, you know, the play calling, and you know, if 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 Hertz is actually Howie's guy, and Wentz is Doug's guy, and Doug was now forced to play Hertz, um, you know, like you're at, you're wondering like who is in control of the football team at this very moment? Like before, I had a feeling like that before I had a feeling like you know. That Doug was at calling the shots. Then yeah, earlier in the but, season, then that news broke out that how mm-hmm. was actually the guy who was setting who's on the field at the same time. You're like, bro, like, and then the whole idea of like, is Doug feeling a certain way about like, hey, I, I'm the coach, but I don't have that real control that I really want. And then you saw the other stories coming about like um, that Paul was was Domowitz came out with the story that if he got fired, he wouldn't be Madison if that happened mm-hmm. so i mean it, just wondering how they're how they're going to move forward after like the team seems like it's gelling right now it does so and, and we, we we've already got so many holes to fill and i think what jeff laurie's going to have to weigh is is doug peterson going to be willing to be bendable enough and and flexible and not stubborn and be willing to take on that change yeah we talked about you know i had so many voices in Doug Peterson's head and all year, everybody, oh, well, why is uh, all these coaches doing things? Why is Howie telling them all these things like Gail just mentioned about who to play and all this? And then a couple weeks ago, he comes out and he says, this is my decision. 
I am in charge of this team. I'm going to decide who the starting quarterback is, and everybody's pissed off about it. Oh, what the hell is he? Well, what's the leader of this team doing leading the team? I don't understand it. And it's like, look, I understand maybe he should converse with some other people and all this other stuff, but it's his job on the line. Everybody's calling for his head, and he's saying, hey, let me figure this out, and let's see what happens. Well, he's done pretty good the last couple of weeks, but he's definitely had his issues still. Now, Adam says uh, definitely shakeups have to be done in the draft and scouting department. Um, I've heard that three – uh, draft scouts already got let go, and that was uh, a couple weeks ago, three or four yep. weeks ago. And that didn't really make I, – I haven't had it, heard anything confirmed yet on that. So I, they, there must be some things uh, going there. Uh, you know, there was rumored that um, Howie and uh, um, Howie and Lurie got into it and were going at it mm-hmm. and being screamed at in front of the whole team. Not team, but the whole, you know. I think I think that screaming was going one way, but yeah, yeah. Maybe that's when Dorsey got brought in, and we that's didn't the, know that's it. Good you know? news. That's good news to hear yeah. that they mm-hmm. were screaming at each other. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I don't even know. I don't know. Like like Evan was saying, I don't know if that screaming was going back and forth because I don't. I don't yeah. think. I don't think there was a lot. I, of, I don't. Scr- I don't scream at my boss. I know that. Yeah, he opened his hallway closet. How was the hallway closet? And John Dorsey was in there. He's like, what? Yeah, it might have been. It might have been a scream. He might have been. He might have been poking his head out of the window as he was driving out of the Novacare complex. Exactly. And Jeffrey, what was that? Yeah, what was that? Oh. Now, now the Shay off the top rope. Um, let me bring up the graphic because it, it, you know, it, it's worthy of a graphic. Um, Shea off the top rope. Hold on. This The Shea says uh, the team quit on Wentz, not Doug. We talk about I mean, energy, right? Yeah. yeah. I, 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 with energy around. And, and you see that in the chemistry of the team. Wait, wait, wait. You see, you see that in good. just the – Prime had a certain look. He was like, he he has a rebuttal for this. Go ahead. Go, go ahead, Prime. Nah, I didn't. No, you don't. Get it off your chest, dog. Come on. This is a safe space. And listen. <laughs> the trust tree in the nest. It, 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 it is, you know what I mean? I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say that the team – I'm not going to say, like, anybody specifically quit on him. It's just it, – it's just – oh, man, it's just all over the place. It's unorganized. The coaching – I really feel like the coaching is just – the coaching is what let this team down, man. That's that's the part that 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 I really feel is the turnaround here is the coaching. I mean, like, yeah, again, he makes mistakes and all that stuff, but it's just a lot. The, the coaching is is fucked up, plain and simple. And now, Prime, do you think do you think though that the coaching, like you said, being fucked up, do you think that that's them and along with that coaching, the front office giving up on Wentz? I mean, because it's it's got to be a hard thing for him to have to come into like the link, seeing the full statue and, and him getting hurt and the front office drafting hurts in the second round. Like we're, we're talking about Wentz and yeah, he can play better, but all these things have happened around him. And I, I agree with her comment that, you know, the, the, the team, not so much team, but the front office and the coaching staff gave up on Wentz. They stopped trying to, form a offense around him and stop trying to call plays that they knew he would excel at. And they were just like, Hey, we're, we just had a quarterback until this guy is ready to come in. I hear you, man. I just like, you know, it, the same thing is like, you wonder if it's going to be the same outcome for jail and if jail is our future. <laughs> That's all. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like, uh, go ahead. No, I, I was just, yeah, what were we going to say, go? 
No, I just, it feels, it, it feels very odd to be like, I feel like comfort, at comfort after I saw what I saw. Them. Like, I was like, wow, that was, they fought. And I, it's weird We're that heading in the right direction. They caught an L and I'm sitting here like, you know, usually I'm like ready to like uh, take a lap uh, before mm-hmm. the podcast over the L. But, you know, I'm just like, you know, I, I saw what I needed to see. I get like I wanted to see the progression in the, in the passing game. You saw that, you know, especially after some people were saying that he's going to be figured out after one game, or just not get, even thinking that he has the wherewithal to even come up with a performance like this in his second start. Again, right. second start said you know you start on your first first day of work and, and people expect you to be an all star. We're on the second day of work of Jalen Hurts, and he put up a. It's like he's been at the job for mm, maybe a couple months. So I'm going to give a hat tip there. Um, if uh, if I'm going to, you know, moving forward, how do I feel? I'm still, I'm still, I'm still up in the air right now. Like I, I from what all the stuff we've been hearing over the last, the, the Lurry, I mean, um, the Dorsey, the Carson Wentz news from Adam Schefter, which some people call fake news. Some people don't believe it. Some people do. Where do we go from here? You know? Competition time, baby. It's a lot of questions, man. Offseason is going to be great. We're we're, we're offseason mode with a couple games left. And imagine if we make the playoffs. How weird does it get? Oof. I, 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 don't, I don't see it happening. I, I, I would I would love to I would love to say that we'd get there, but I just Who's your who's your starter? Who's your starter? Next week? No, who, who's your starter if we make the playoffs? Who's your starter game, first game? Oh, bro. Well, first Come game. There, it's it's gotta, if we get to the playoffs, it's because of one guy in particular. You can't take him out. Jail. Yeah. And then you'll got to roll with number two. I don't know if Carson ever wins this job again. I think Doug kind of alluded year, to Oh, week by week. Year, the, the, listen, year. I'm saying he said that week by week, you know, he was going to decide who it was. I don't think that he gives that job back to him at all. I nah. think. You know, a loss, whatever. He just threw for 338 yards, you know, 401 total yards. So this is his team right now, and he's going to figure some things out in the next two weeks. We're going to see hopefully a lot more things. I think we learned a lot tonight. And in that time, then we're going to learn how close this competition truly is in this offseason. Because as much as people want to say, oh, you know, one good game, it's over for Wentz. It's like, look, dude, we're going to need to see a little bit more. And now two good games. Okay, okay. But we have a lot of money invested in Carson. I know that's not everything, but I'm telling you, they're not just going to give up on him, but this is going to make it 10 times harder. And I think that Hurts is really making it like 50-50 at this point where it's really a competition now, man. A quick one around the room, uh, a quick question by Curtis. Um, If Hurts isn't drafted by us, do you guys think Wentz plays as bad as he has this year? Uh, We'll go around the room. Uh, We'll go with Tim first. No. No, I said uh, this before. Uh, no, it, it doesn't happen. Like you remove Jalen out of this situation and Carson can thrive. Carson has always since he's been here ha- after we won the Super Bowl. That was like probably the worst thing that could have happened to Carson. I said this. I made a post about this when it happened. It was probably the worst thing to happen towards Carson Wentz's development because it let the whole entire organization know that we don't need you to win a Super Bowl. So bringing another guy in to, to you know, shake him up or, or, you know, instill some kind of confidence in him was not a good look. So, yeah, no, I, absolutely not. Jimmy. 
I'm with Tim on this one. I think if you would have, you know, traded back and still got Rager, you could have traded up, moved around, got Claypool, got Higgins, added more talent around Carson Wentz, he would have been successful. You could have added Jeremy Chin on defense. You could have got Cushenberry on this line that's decimated. So many things you could have done for him. But I'm not trying to be Captain Hindsight. I mean, maybe if we don't draft hurt, coronavirus doesn't come out. You know what I mean? Like, you can't sit here and say the what if. Um, but I really do feel that we could – I'm just saying that's – you see so many ridiculous things out there by people where it's like, yeah, look, yeah, man, yeah. it is what it is, but I'm with you, dude. I think Tim's right. You could have made him a lot more successful. Now you're in his head. You made it worse for him, not better. Prime. No, I mean, picking up Jalen really through, you know, really got in his head, man, it threw his game off. You got that in the back of your mind, you know, going into the season. No, I, I think he would have been a, a different person. had we went with somebody else in the second round. No, um, no. Prime, Prime, if you if you were if you were Howie Roseman, I want you to tell Carson Wentz what you would have said to him, promised him before the season. Sage is yours right now. Talk to your man. His ear is right to your left of you. Oh, oh what, like you wanted to talk to me. What is it? <laughs> what do you want? What, what do you want me to tell? If, like, if, if, if you were Howie Roseman, <laughs> if if you were if you were Howie Roseman, what would you tell your starting franchise quarterback? Prior to the season, prior to the draft, I'm, what would you say? I'm your guy, right, Prime? <laughs> Got you, bitch. <laughs> That's exactly what he'd be saying. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are some assholes. <laughs> Carson has left the building. Uh, uh, we'll go with uh, we'll go with uh, Evan. I'm Evan, by the way. Yeah, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> Kevin. Uh, Evan. Come on, um, Kevin. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you guys. I don't think that Carson has the same sort of game. I don't think he has the same sort of season if he's not looking over his shoulder. But do you guys, like, I'm thinking of this in kind of a devil's advocate. And I hate I hate when people do that. But I'm looking at this in a devil's advocate kind of lens where, like, if that's the case, if Carson looking over his shoulder is that detrimental to him, that's not good. Regardless, so you can't just tell Carson that we we have to stick a bad backup quarterback behind you because you know it's it's what's best for your mentals. You you want to have the best players, you want to have the best depth available. So I'm kind of looking at this, and if that is the case, and Carson isn't able to deal with that mentally and having a competitive guy behind him, it might end up being a blessing in disguise because you end up realizing that that's not your guy all along. I don't think that it's his mental thing. I, I mean, we've all said that it's we definitely just, We just part said mental. that if he didn't draft know, them, for then sure. he would have played It's that. definitely part mental, but we've also broke down how many things are going wrong. The 13 out of 14 lines, the receiver's not getting open, the tight end's running back, not running the ball, all that stuff. Um, I think it always on him. But you're right in a sense where it's like if you're not tough enough. But I, I don't think it's over for him yet where I'm ready to just say that he didn't come out of this gail mentioned it earlier these are the kind of stories you know nick Foles coming back stuff like that it's like will this light a fire i really don't know man but yeah. i mean it's a great point to you know bring up evan playing devil's advocate like that because hey if you're not tough enough like i said earlier you know if you're a bitch man then get to step it dude you're not gonna last yeah. Yeah, especially in this city yeah jeremy, jeremy makes a point he says aaron Rodgers didn't act like a little bitch this year when the organization drafted qb in the first round mvp level he just went out with a MVP season. What forty? He used that as fuel to his yeah. fire. What has yeah. he got? Forty touchdowns and four um, interceptions. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
And I touched on that. I touched on that earlier about the, you know, the, the comparison between Aaron and Carson. Now Carson's a little different because Carson's got, you know, Carson's Carson's like that, that hot, you know, that hot, like X with the two kids on the, on the backside, she's got some baggage. So Carson's got to deal with the fact that he's already, he's already lost pretty much the, the locker room when he went down on that playoff run in 2017. It, that 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 whole entire mantra season and the fact that we went the whole distance and was and he had a lot to do with it but the fact that we went that whole season and finished it out with a Lombardi trophy and it wasn't because of him that's different when you look at Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay where the only way they get that Super Bowl is with Aaron so yeah. it's completely different it's completely different yeah, I, I think, you know, to answer Zellers, I'm not saying it's not mental at all. I, I mean, I think it's definitely mental. I'm just saying that's not the main reason. Like, he's not some bitch. <laughs> I don't think that's what he is. I think it's all of the things combined. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I think, too, that, like, when we brought Hertz in, there, there, was, there was a bunch of – sorry, I took that down. Um, when we brought Hertz in, there was the, cause we drafted him in the second round. There was this big push by the fan base that we need to have him out there. And I think that that, it, well, it was already in the back of Carson's mind, just trying to introduce Jalen into these games and you're pulling, you know, you're putting Wentz out at wide receiver and you're throwing Jalen out there for one play at a time. It completely throws off the rhythm. And I, 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 you guys can all attest to this. I've been saying it since the night we drafted him. I hate a Taysom Hill type offense. I freaking hate hate it yeah. and so when they said that that was their plan to do Taysom Hill on steroids it's like this is going to be awful I don't I don't want to watch that type of offense well, and it, it, huh you knew that was a lie as yeah. an Eagles yeah. fan you knew that was Never a lie when draft that. night came right. and they sat there and said oh yeah we're gonna use them like Taysom Hill in New Orleans and what come on yeah. stupid no, it was stupid not. Shut off. Exactly. You're, lying you, you're right. trying to protect yourself in, t- in case Carson Wentz goes down again. They, ter- yeah. they certainly, I don't think anybody in the organization anticipated what happening, like what happened this year happening. Uh, but, you know, uh, Jalen Hurts coming in and showing us that he has something. And that's at least some positive to take away from this year and all the negativity we've had. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, I just, I knew it was going to be weird once you started seeing a second quarterback on the field. Uh, you're running these, uh, QB screens, passes, and just get, getting weird. I'm like, just let Carson have the offense himself. Um, there's no reason to take him off the field at, at the at that point in time. Um, but again, like if you, if you brought Wentz in and put him at tight end, ooh, would it get crazy? You're like, oh, we got Wentz at tight end. It just it doesn't need to happen. Um, again, um, you know, it's, it's exactly. getting this podcast yeah. get longer too. We're about yeah, I, I think you guys still want to go. Or you, are you feeling refreshed? I, I want to touch on this last point okay. right, right here. Okay. Um, I, I, I just want to – I think that is actually a really good point. Uh, if we ended up bringing in a veteran quarterback into this system, some guy that we know he's at the back end of his career and he's he's seriously there just for depth, not in a, you know, kind of in a sneaky way looking to move on with this guy in the future. If we brought in a vet and he ended up coming in and performing very well the same way that Jalen Hurts is, are we still having the same sort of conversation? Like, could this Carson be losing his job? Or are we just saying, you know, this? thank God he's doing a great job until Carson gets his head straight? Well, you said it. This problem's been brewing since the draft, so we've all been sitting here kind of anticipating it. So if it wasn't a yeah. what some people call a wasted draft pick, if we were getting talent for him and we just used a couple million dollars to bring in a vet, then sure, it's cheaper by a little bit to have a rookie. But look, dude, you created that drama, man. Yeah. 
Some good conversation. I mean, about for as as uh, for a loss, yeah. I think we're, we're we're hanging our heads pretty high right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting for the more the more the reality show to come. Jalen Hurts won me some money today, so I'm I'm feeling real good. Well, well. What do you guys? Let's just speculate real quick. What do you think the next story to drop is coming leaking out of this locker room? Anything? Anything juicy this week? <laughs> oh, I mean, when you, you think Adam Schefter puts out a story like that? If it's not no way. No way. No, Adam Schefter, that's one of those names. That Adam Schefter, the Adrian Wojnarowski's of the world, the Shams. They yep. put something um, out there. There is well, someone definitely some- told him that. I just think yeah. whoever told him that was, you know, starting a little spark of a fire where it was like, yeah, Carson should be upset. I think just like Dershini Anderson, all that stuff that happened, I think they're trying to make it worse for us because the media thrives on that. They get more attention. They get paid more. So, uh, look, it's probably real. I mean, you should be pissed off. Uh, but I hate that they try to make a thing out of this before the game, man. Yeah. Timing is everything. Dan, you Schefter. Shout out to Matthew in the chat. He's super spicy right now. Uh, he's giving it to everyone in there. Spicy <laughs> meatball. Appreciate you coming to the coming to the chat and, and speaking your mind uh, again. That's what it, this is. This is what it's about. After after the post game, you know, people are gonna say what they're gonna say because um, it's fresh on your mind. You got to get it off your chest. Get it off your chest. That's what it, the post game pod is about. Um, this is what this whole chat is about. Um, this live stream. I just want to thank all the fans out here who have uh, contributed to the conversation. Uh, it means a lot to us. Uh, the support okay. that we get in here, um, it's uh, it's unmatched. Like we we appreciate every every week. Um, before we get out of here, I know some people have been wanting to jump on the show, but we're getting a little long. We're almost on an hour and a half pod here. Yeah. Uh, but uh, before we get out of here, um, why don't we give uh, last word on the birds, and we'll start with our guest. We'll go with we'll go with Tim. Uh, last word on the birds before we get out of here. So I gotta say I'm I'm excited. I got tingles. I know I was like everybody else. My palms are still sweaty uh, from tonight. Knees is heavy. So yeah, my knees is my knees is shaking. You know, I I was right there till the end. I know Gail wants to you know he wants to claim that he wasn't there, but I know you were. I know you were sitting on the edge of your seat. Um, <laughs> but. Hey, I, I know that everybody is, you know, excited and we're we're like a you know little kid with a with a new pet. We want to just touch it and play with it and and but we don't want to strangle it. That's the whole thing. We got Dallas <laughs> coming up. Um, so I am just pumped. I am so pumped for next week to see what we can get. Uh playing Dallas. I always, always gets me like just uh love it. Um, so let's let's go. Let's get ready. I'm I'm ready to finish this out and see where it goes from here. Jimmy, that's one of the important as, as Timmy and Malcolm just said, it's Dallas week. So I'm already pumped up. Uh, and the reason that is is because all we asked for today was a little bit of excitement. See a little bit from these young guys, see something from Hertz. People were questioning his throwing the ball. Well, he came out. He showed them. I'm really excited for the future of this team. Uh, either way, it's going to be a competition in my mind, but it made the best man win. But I'm excited. You don't have to just hate or love one, guys. I, I think we can root for both. But Jalen Hurts, loving what he's doing. I'm excited. And I'm, uh, thank you so much for having me on. Thank you for everybody that tuned in. And I can't wait for this entire week to be talking about how much Dallas sucks. Go Birds! Go Birds. Prime, whose brother is actually a Cowboy fan. Uh, last word on the birds. So this week is, is is a big week because it is Dallas Dallas week. Um, so I was actually taking going to take into consideration of maybe doing the podcast from his house. 
uh, in his backyard. Enemy territory. In yeah, enemy enemy territory. territory. The only thing that you guys are going to have to put up with is all the bullshit on the walls with Dallas and everything. But I might take something Eagles and maybe cover it up with something. <laughs> um, nah, but uh, listen, man. Uh, hey, look, the kid The kid shut me up today. He, he, he bought out. Yes, I was one. I mean, you guys kept on throwing the comment out there about people that, uh, you know, didn't think he could throw. I was one of those guys. Um, he, he, you know, he had the flick of the wrist this, today. And, um, you know, he was looking real good. He was he was placing that ball pretty good to the receivers. Um, so I, I, I'm i like you guys, you know what I mean? Looking forward to seeing what he's got next week against Dallas, you know, it being a big rivalry week. So, you know, I'm I'm with it. Looking forward to the show that he's going to put on for us. Um, other than that, you know what I mean? Again, like what Gail said earlier, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Appreciate the support. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. You know what I mean? Stay safe and uh, go Birds. This team has been trending downwards the entire year, and finally we have some excitement. This this week I saw something different out of this Eagles team that I've been waiting for since September. I mean, I was excited to see it, and now we're going up against our, our number one rivals on the schedule. I don't care what our records are. I don't care what – you know, the division implications are. I just want to see Jalen Hurts go out there in his first game in an Eagles uniform versus Dallas and kick some ass. Go, Birds. Fuck Dallas. Let's go. Yes. Uh, I have AJ in the back room. Uh, real quick, before we get out of here, AJ, I know you always bring the heat and the thunder. Uh, give us your last word on the Birds before we get out of here. She's wearing the the 11 right now. AJ! Yeah. AJ, how you doing? What's going on? What's up? All right, look, I don't know what's going on with the sound, so I don't know if that's probably because I don't have my... Sorry, I look busted, but I wasn't prepared, but I did it last minute. How y'all doing? Doing great. How are you? Yeah, how are you? I, um, at this point now, all I can say is that I... Um... I was wrong about Hertz. And I think that at this point now, sorry, I look busted. You look great, AJ. <laughs> Looking good. All right. Let's hear it. Either way, I just really think that um, Jalen Hurts is one of those guys that he's just probably going to make it look really shiny because everything has gone downhill. But honestly, at this point, I'm like, just finish the year out, get me out of my misery, and um, let's just wrap this up because this season is kind of mute. 2020 sucked. Um, I'm disappointed in Wentz, but at the same time, I'm happy to know that uh, we at least have something soothing to watch, at least for the rest of the season, because it's been painful. And this was the first game I actually was happy they lost, but it's not because of the draft, because I don't believe they can pick town in the draft anymore either way. Yeah. I'm just happy to not have to be stressed to drink. So, did, did you have fun tonight? Did you have fun watching the game tonight? It was entertaining, right? Oh, yeah. Tonight's game was it was a blast, actually. I felt like there were a lot of people that got the ball that normally don't, like Quez, you mm -hmm. know, and it was just refreshing to see other, I don't know, just blood in there. I mean, even Corey, Corey and Dallas combined for special teams to stop that one thing. So that was that was kind of a good play. But there's just little things that are standing out. And I just feel like that now at this point, um, anything can happen. But thanks for letting me in the little time that I had. <laughs> Of course, AJ. Thank you for joining us. Go Birds. Go Birds. Yeah. Have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, yes.
Merry uh, Christmas to everyone else too. Yeah. Yeah. Last, last word on the birds. Um, obviously, um, we didn't get the dub, but we got to see uh, another step in the right direction in Jalen Hurts' progression. We um, saw the team come together once again with a lot of injuries. Second secondary was banged up, but they all came together and, and younger guys making plays. This youth movement I talked about, having to see the back end of back end of the roster guys come out and play today. That's important for me to see who we got on this roster. We got to see some of those guys. Obviously, um, it's it's weird right now, but uh, we got to stay strong as Eagle fans. We got to stay strong as uh, people during this pandemic and uh, stick together. Make sure you call your peoples, check in on, on them. Make sure they're good. Uh, make sure they're, your, your family's good. Make sure you're wearing your masks. And uh, as always, it's fly, Eagles, fly. And we'll see Merry you Christmas. Guys. Yeah, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Yes, sir. Merry Christmas.